Good morning, all. This is Russell, your host, with this morning's encounter with the Lord. How are we this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. How are you, Russell? Good, thank you. Welcome morning, to the Russell. session, all. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We love you, Lord, and we thank you that you came here to be with us. Within us, you make your tabernacle, your home, that you are present here with us all the time. It is not me coming to you, but you came down all the way to me to live with me, to have that fellowship to demonstrate your love and to make sure that my house is set in order where you are always convicting me, warning me, directing me, showing the way, praying for me and on my behalf through your spirit, Father. We thank you that you are here to stay. We thank you that you have given me an advocate for all those times that I fall short, that I fall weak out of my human carnal thinking, and I make mistakes, yet you look upon me with your eyes of love. You yourself advocate for me through your spirit here on earth, tabernacled in me, and Jesus, our Lord, our King, seated at the right hand of the Father, interceding and advocating for us there as well. So we dare to say, if God is for us, who can be against us? Who can be against us? I thank you, Father, for this beautiful morning. I thank you that we are alive. I thank you that you have called each of us by name to be here, to talk to you, but to give us individual personal attention, to listen to the cry of each of our hearts, the prayer that each of us make. The prayer that we make together as well, corporately, when we pray for common intentions, but you also listen to our individual ones, our personal needs, and you minister to them, Father, through your spirit. I thank you, Lord, that you pour your peace and your joy into our hearts. And when we receive that joy from you, we cannot be the same again, the one that's worrying, the one that's fearing, the one that's doubting. But we stand in confidence knowing that we are backed by a father who is also the king of the universe, a father who will not give us a stone when we ask him for bread, a father that is mindful of our every need because he has loved us with an everlasting love, that father who has renewed his mercy for us. There is nothing that we can do, the extent that we could go to, that would turn him away from us. He thought it worthy to sacrifice Jesus for our sake. Thank you, Father, for that peace that only you can give. And what you give, no one can take away. And we want to share that this morning with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family. With all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group and all those that have no one to pray for them and have themselves never learned to pray. have never known you. All those that are still Christians, called Christian by name, by religion, and yet do not have that personal encounter with you, that personal relationship with you. And with all those that have chosen to walk away, 
And yet, like the prodigal son, your heart mourns for them. Your heart pains to see them suffer. To see them walk towards something that they are not aware of, the darkness and all its terrible secrets that it has hidden in there, waiting to creep upon them. Father, let every lie that has been spoken to these, the children of your inheritance, be laid bare and be exposed under your light. Let every mountain that blocks their view of you be cut down. That our hearts be transformed and renewed. To see you, to know you. And in knowing you, make that decision to turn towards you, saying, I will arise like the prodigal son. And go to that father who is ever so merciful. The only voice that will ever accuse us, that will ever speak of punishment, that will ever speak of guilt, is the voice of the accuser, also known as Satan. So every time there is accusation coming on our heart, let us remember that it is not you, our Father, who speaks that. For your voice is only a voice of love and mercy and of grace. Father, we call on your name as we begin our prayer this morning. The name of our maker, our creator. The name of the God of patience, the God of hope, the God of peace, who shall bruise Satan under our feet. This is what your word in Romans 16 verse 20 says. The ancient of days, the rabbi of all ages, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob and the God of David. You have shown different dimensions to us in your dealings with each of these. And we pray in the name of Jesus, your son, the word to whom you spoke and brought creation into existence. In him is life. The one who has enriched us in every utterance. The one who is our wisdom, our righteousness, our sanctification and our redemption. The way to the Father, the Lion of Judah, the Rock and our Refuge, the Author and the Finisher of our faith and our destiny. He said, I came that you might have life and have it to the full. It is He who came to give us that destiny that the Father had in mind for us. And He said, I know the thoughts I think towards you. And we pray in the name of His Spirit. The one who reveals the deep and secret things of the Father. He is the breath of the Father given to us that we might have life in the Spirit and not just be dead in the Spirit and alive only to the carnal flesh that knows sin and nothing else. He is the Father of all spirits to whom every spirit is subject. And when He resides in us, we know that under the authority Jesus has given us, we can command. And every spirit out there must obey because of the one that lives within us, the father of all spirits. He is the seal of the age to come. The Lord in the midst of his people who is mighty. The one who heals our backsliding. But thank you, Father, for this opportunity to pray, for the gift of prayer. I thank you for the gift of your word where you teach us your principles. Your way of life in the kingdom. You teach us your promises. And that promise is backed by your 
strength by your integrity that heaven and earth shall pass away but that word shall not pass and must be fulfilled every single alphabet that is spoken of you and written and recorded in that word that you have exalted the or your word above your name the name that is above every other name and the word is above it i thank you father for this gift of the mysteries that you reveal to us the spirit of revelation i thank you father for the gift of life for the gift of love for the gift of safety for the gift of health we thank you for every spiritual gift in the heavenlies that you have blessed us with i thank you father that you have blessed us with your angels and destiny helpers and our own family as well that they are strategically placed there to watch to look out for us to care for us and to intercede for us as well when needed to bless us we thank you father for the gift of yourself do you do so much for us you intercede on our behalf you move when we speak your word you bring miracles and to come to pass when we release our faith you have given us authority over the earth but you gave us also this system of advantage of prayer whereby we can give you permission to act on our behalf though we have the authority here and you would not interfere otherwise we thank you father that you reveal to us all those systems so that when we understand fully the system of advantage that you have given us though we are made lower than the angels and they are powerful beings who excel in strength yet you give them to our authority that they do the bidding of the voice of our word when we speak in the name of jesus i thank you father and as we go into this morning's reflection this will be a multi part a short series of three or four parts and i'd like to reflect on what god is speaking to us in the words of jeremiah chapter 18 verses 3 to 6 where jeremiah said so i went down to the potter's house and i saw him working at the wheel but the pot he was shaping from the clay was marred in his hands so the potter formed it into another pot shaping it as seemed best to him and then the word of the lord came to me o house of israel can i not do with you as this potter does declares the lord like clay in the hand of the potter so are you in my hand o house of israel have you ever seen a potter working at his wheel with clay i'd encourage you to take a little time today and google up a short video on a potter making a pot on his wheel and that will help us visualize and understand this reflection the next few parts in this series even more effectively when we get down to what happens on that wheel we reflect on the process of turning clay into a vessel 
And what is God trying to tell us in each of these verses as well? It is clear that he is the potter and we are the clay. So what are the steps involved then in turning it into a vessel? The first one, first step. We shall cover steps one to three today. There are about 10 or 11. The first step is the clay must first be dug. Dug out of dirt, out of the soil, out of the earth. Remember man, he said, you are dust and to dust you shall return. And so he will pick you from the dust in your fallen state, in your humble state as well. He will pick you from the pit. He will dig you out. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 10 says, The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. He searches our hearts as well. And then Psalm 34 verse 6 says, This poor man cried out, and the Lord heard him, and saved him of all his troubles. So when we cry out, he searches our heart. And then he will dig us out and offer us his salvation. And every one of us that have received that gift of transformation, of renewal of mind, the gift of redemption, can testify to this, to the challenges that we were going through when we called on his name and he dug us out of there from that pit. The second step is the clay must be separated from all impurities and from all materials that are not clay. The clay in reference here could be us as believers. Where 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, after the first step when we are dug out, all the old things must pass away and all things be made new. Old and bad habits removed. Many of you will find that old friends also get left behind. He isolates you from them when he is drawing you towards him. He removes every possible negative influence. He carefully sifts you out of all the circumstances that have pulled you down to where you were. Perhaps you were in bad company. And that's when your change has started. You find that when you got saved, you no longer wanted to do the things that you did before. In fact, you might even wonder, how on earth was I ever doing those things? What was I thinking then? How foolish could I have been? And that's a renewal that his spirit brings. Renewal of mind. 2 Corinthians 6, verse 6 to, 16 to 18 says, And what agreement has the temple of God, that is you, with idols? And he says it openly there. For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk among them. I will be their God and they shall be my people. Therefore, Come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean and I will receive you. I will be a father to you 
and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. That's verse 18. He openly and very clearly mentions that he wants to separate us out from all that he considers inappropriate for where we are going, inappropriate for our growth in the spirit. And the third step is the clay is then washed. 1 Corinthians 6 verse 11 says, But you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. Romans 8 verse 30 says, Those he called, he also justified. So when the clay is washed, it means cleansing, purification, and justification. And then wait for it. If you read Romans 8.30 onwards further there, it says, those whom he justified, he also glorified. So justification is followed by glorification as well. That is where he is taking us. And if you look at Brother Savio's reflection of this morning as well, he talks about God setting us aside and apart to be made holy, to be sanctified, set apart, to be a people called unto him. The clay is washed. And there's no doubt when you say washing, it involves water. Now, what is that water that we're talking about? That is the spirit of the Lord. Where he gives us his spirit. And the first assignment that the Spirit does is this washing. We shall continue on this reflection tomorrow in our second part. Father, we thank you that as we study closer on this, on this process of how the potter works with the clay and we reflect on what you are doing on our lives, we can see our entire life before us. The journey of where we were and where you brought us out of that challenging situation in our life all the way until where you will take us. And help us see our purpose there and what you want us to do out of this life, Father. To make it worthy so that it might in the end become a vessel meet for the Master's use of which he can draw water and fill jars, fill lives. We ask for spiritual edification here, Lord, and we ask for the gift of wisdom and understanding so that as we reflect on the clay there and all the works, the steps that the potter will take, help us look upon our own personal lives and our own journey and understand every step that is involved there as well as reflect on and discern what step in that journey are we currently at so that we might work accordingly with you. We thank you, Father. And as we pray for spiritual growth, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends and all those requests that have been put on the prayer group. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease, especially COVID. All those that are hospitalized and will undergo surgery. Those that are battling life-threatening circumstances. 
We pray in a special way for all families that are undergoing separation and division, that are battling violence, abuse, misunderstandings, infidelity as well. And we cover them as well as every family, Lord, and we ask for protection over every family that is part of this Brisbane prayer group. We ask for a quickening of every member of each of these families. We also pray for all those that are battling strongholds in their lives, including addictions, mental disorders, compulsive behaviors. Anything that seeks to keep your people yoked to the ground, including busyness, joblessness, poverty, carnal pursuit that has drawn them away from you into the dragnet so that they can never come out of it if they do not know you. In your name, Jesus, we declare every such yoke of the enemy broken. Let your light be revealed to them, Lord, we ask. So that when your light is revealed and there is a quickening in the spirit, we shall arise and go back to our Father's house. The Father who is ever merciful. We pray also for all those that are victims of all kinds of abuse, that are victims of racism, that are victims of bullying, that are victims of war. All those that have lost their homes and are now refugees. All those that are emotionally abandoned. They might live in their own homes and yet are singled out, isolated and all alone with the cold war going on. We pray for all those that are contemplating suicide, that are contemplating abortion, or that are even contemplating out of revenge, taking someone else's life. Let your love cover their hearts, Father, and fill them. Let your mercy touch their lives. That they are able to act out of that same love and mercy when they look at the other life and when they look at their own in those that are suicidal. We pray also for our own personal needs and those of our families. Especially for all those members of our family that are not yet saved, that have not yet received their salvation. Quicken them, O oh Father, that they might call on your name. For unless you quicken us, we cannot come. We didn't come of our own. You called us as well. Quicken them and let them come unto you. Let them call upon your name. For we know that everyone that calls on your name cannot return empty-handed and cannot go back in shame. They must be delivered. This is your word and we stand on it in faith. When we speak it as well, Father. We thank you, Lord, that you have heard us. That you always hear us. When we release our faith, you move. You hover over everything, no matter how hopeless it looks. And it is you that perform that miracle. And we believe in those miracles, Lord. I encourage all those that can pray in tongues to unmute and join in.
those that are praying for the gift of tongues, please take that step of faith. Make sure you are asking it with the intention of interceding and praying for others. And ask the Holy Spirit to take over. He wants to give that gift, but he will check our hearts to see why we want it. And only when it is justifiable will he give. Let us now unmute and make our prayer in the spirit, joining our spirit with his. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. This morning, the scripture that was put on my heart is from Galatians 4, 3 to 7. So with us, when we were children, we were slaves to the elemental spirits of the universe. But when the time had fully come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, 
so that we might receive adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts crying, Abba, Father. So through God, you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord is just putting on my heart these words that he is calling us and he is molding us. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat as well. This is from the book of Hebrews, chapter 9, verse 28, quoted from the King James Version, where it is written, So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many. And unto them that look for him, shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I have shared a couple of links on our chat. It is to subscribe to our YouTube channel for all of those that have not yet subscribed. So you can receive notifications every time new teachings or testimonies or morning praying in tongues are put up there. And the second one is for joining our group on Telegram, the prayer group. If you have not yet moved from WhatsApp to Telegram, please join there. We will be shutting down the WhatsApp group at the end of the month. And I have a small question. Are you being blessed by these morning encounters, the morning prayer sessions? And if you are, then please go onto our YouTube channel and share those videos or share the ones that you are being blessed by, particularly with your friend circle on your social media or any other channels that you want to. So that when you know that the, the encounter that you have had that day and there's someone else that is in a similar situation that comes to your mind, message them that link of this video so that they might be blessed as well. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day, so that as we are blessed, let us in turn be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone.
Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. God bless you and everybody. Thank you, everyone. Thank God you, Russell. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.